This is the Regular Pastor Podcast, a podcast devoted to regular pastors and regular churches. That means all you long-haired, freaky pastors need not apply. My name is Landon Coleman. I'm a regular pastor at Emmanuel Baptist Church in Odessa, Texas. This is season four of the Regular Pastor Podcast, in which I'm talking about books and ideas and trying to apply both of those things to the everyday ministry of regular pastors. Today we're going to talk about a popular uh, and somewhat controversial book, Fault Lines by Vody Bauckham. The publisher is Salem Books. It was published in 2021, so this is a brand new book. Bauckham's book is 251 pages. It has 11 chapters, and it has three appendices. Uh, most people in the world of evangelical Christianity have heard of Vody Bauckham one way, or, uh, one way or another. He is a husband and a father of nine. He's a well-known author, a popular conference speaker, and a church planner. He is also currently the Dean of Theology at African Christian University in Lusaka, Zambia. The main emphasis of his work throughout the years has been what you could call cultural apologetics. He has defended the historicity of the Bible, uh, the authority of the Bible. He has argued for a biblical view of manhood and womanhood. He has argued for a biblical view of marriage and the family and education. He has a B.A. in Christianity and Sociology from Houston Baptist. He has an MDiv from Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary, and he has a D.M.N. from Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. He also received an honorary doctorate from Southern California Seminary. Uh, he's been married. I mentioned that earlier. Married since 1989, and he and his family are committed to homeschooling. I was originally exposed to Vody when he was speaking at conferences and camps when I was uh, a younger person. Uh, had the opportunity as a Ph.D. student to uh, be on uh, a conference call with uh, Vody talking about his book, Family Driven Faith, and enjoyed that conversation with him, even if we didn't agree on all of the specifics uh, of what youth ministry and family ministry ought to look like. Fault Lines is the book we're talking about here. The book is rooted in the idea that Christians are divided about critical race theory and critical social justice. Bauckham is concerned, really concerned, that many Christian groups have embraced critical race theory. Uh, he says that many of these groups say they're committed to the Bible, but he believes, Bauckham believes, that many have a commitment to CRT that has compromised their commitment to the Scriptures and compromised their belief in the authority and the sufficiency of the Bible. And so the book is titled Fault Line because it uh, is a divide between two groups or two worldviews. On the one hand, there are those who accept critical social justice and critical race theory, and on the other side, there are those who would stand for what Bauckham would call biblical justice, accepting the authority and the sufficiency of the Bible. So there's some important stuff in this book that Bauckham brings up I think Christians ought to be thinking about. One of the important ideas in this book is the idea that critical social justice is a new religion. It's not just a political movement. It's not just a philosophical 
concept, which is really a new religion. It's not a secular worldview. CRT, critical social justice, is not a secular worldview that is somehow superior to Christianity or other religious worldviews. Critical social justice is a new faith. It's a new cult. It's a new religion, whatever you want to call it. It has a cosmology that is CRT. It has original sin that is racism. It has law, which is anti-racism. It has gospel, racial reconciliation. It has a view of atonement in reparations. It has an idea of new birth or regeneration in wokeness. It has a canon in critical social justice scholarship. There are theologians, D'Angelo and Kendi and Brown and Crenshaw, all the rest. What's missing in this religion is any view of salvation. Uh, All you're left with is penance and groveling. But Bauckham does a fantastic job of describing critical social justice and critical race theory as a new religion, as a new worldview. One of the parts of that I mentioned is that it has a canon. There's a new canon in place. And so these social justice warriors would laugh at Christians for relying on the canon of the Bible, but they have replaced it with their own canon, a new canon. And Bauckham references a 2020 Christianity Today article titled The Anti-Racist Curriculum White Evangelicals Need. And in that article, there's books and films and social media influencers to follow, all of which are intended to help white people move toward anti-racism. And Bauckham's right. In the end, these resources take precedence over the Word of God. They usurp the authority of the Word of God. Another big idea in this book, something that Bauckham really tries to drive home, is the idea that CRT and critical social justice is infiltrating the church today. And he wrote the book to sound the alarm that this stuff is in our churches and that we've got to do something about it. My favorite quote from the book comes from page 94 where Bauckham talks about ethnic Gnosticism. And I'll just read you the quote from page 94. He says this, quote, Ethnic Gnosticism has three basic manifestations. First, it assumes that there is a black perspective all black people share, unless they are broken. Second, It argues that white people's only access to this perspective comes from elevating and heeding black voices. And finally, it essentially argues that narrative is an alternative and ultimately superior truth. So I like this label, ethnic Gnosticism, that there is a secret knowledge held by certain ethnicities and that that is the foundational epistemological ground-level basis for the cult-like nature of critical race theory and critical social justice. Uh, Again, that ties back to the idea that all of these things form what is, in effect, a new religion, not just a new worldview. It is a new worldview, but it also plays out into a new religion. The ministry takeaway, I think, is pretty obvious. Pastors, churches, Christians in the United States of America really are bombarded with the ideas of critical race theory and critical social justice on a regular basis. Uh, Everything, everyone is talking about this stuff. You can't get away from it. It's in politics and elections. Uh, It's in our schools and our school boards and our school curriculums. Uh, It's talked about by activists and protesters. And so it's just part of life 
in the United States of America in 2021, and Christians need to know about this stuff. So I appreciate Bauckham bringing some of these issues to life, uh, excuse me, to light. My critique of this book uh, is threefold. I think the book identifies some serious pressing issues. However, I think there is too much friendly fire in the book. Bauckham probably would not view it as friendly fire. His, his followers would not view it as friendly fire. They would see it as taking shots across the fault line. But I think some of his critiques and some of his uh, criticisms are directed towards people who really have not bought into CRT or critical social justice. And you see that evidenced in the book itself where some of his objections and criticisms are footnoted. And in the footnote, there's a, a retraction or a clarification from the person that he's talking about. And those retractions and those clarifications often move people right in line with Vody and his view of biblical social justice, which in that case, I think the criticism of that individual should have been removed. They have clarified, they've retracted, uh, maybe they've moved in a positive direction. Well, they don't need to be targeted in a book, uh, accused of, of selling out to CRT. And when Bauckham buries those things in a footnote at places, it just makes it look like he's uh, seeking for targets, looking for targets. I also think that Bauckham in this book, um, he, he almost takes a page out of the CRT playbook where they talk about lived experience and personal narrative, where he talks about his lived experience as a black man. And I think what he shares is helpful when he shares about his lived experience as a black man in the United States. He's trying to say my lived experience doesn't fit the overarching narrative of what all black people have to agree about or what their shared experience is. But at the same time, sharing his experience almost plays into the epistemology of the woke crowd. And so I have, I have some concern there in how much of the book is devoted towards his lived experience. I also uh, just have to mention the fact that there are questions about misquotes, plagiarism, and borrowing ideas that maybe were not cited or properly cited or miscited, misquoted, I should say, in the book. And so people have come after Vody a little bit since the book was released about some of the things that he quotes and cites that maybe he didn't do that accurately or fully. A lot of his supporters and friends have come out and defended him. I don't think anyone on either side of this debate has changed their mind about Vody or the book itself. But there are issues hanging out there in the public square about the nature of his research, and the nature of some of his citations. So the rating for this book on Goodreads is a solid 4.64. It's a pretty good rating on Goodreads. My rating would be a 3. It's not because I disagree on the fundamental issues of critical social justice or critical race theory. In fact, I think Bauckham does a great job addressing these issues, defining these issues, and talking about them in terms of ethnic Gnosticism. I think all that's very, very helpful and important for Christians to understand. I do take some issue with the friendly fire, uh, with the, the clarifications and retractions being buried in footnotes, and then there are the issues of citations, and those are, are issues that are still out there. I think pastors would enjoy reading this book. Uh, I think it's a polarizing issue, and I think every pastor 
will find himself with church members on different sides of this issue. And people in your churches are going to interact online with people like Vody Bauckham. They're going to watch YouTube videos of Vody Bauckham. They're going to hear John MacArthur sermons or clips of John MacArthur sermons. They're going to hear uh, all sorts of voices loudly talking about CRT and critical social justice and pointing the finger not just at the obvious offenders on the other side of the fault line, but sometimes at brothers on our side of the fault line. And so pastors need to be prepared to interact with church members who are reading these things and hearing these things on social media and the internet. Pastors just need to be equipped to answer questions and handle these issues as they arise. So I appreciate Vody. Uh, appreciate his book. Don't agree with him on all things uh, ministry philosophy and, and ministry approach. Uh, don't agree with all of the friendly fire in this book, but think that he has provided Christians with another valuable resource to understand the issues of CRT, critical social justice, and ethnic Gnosticism as we're wrestling with them in our context in the United States of America. So that's Fault Lines by Vody Bauckham. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Regular Pastor Podcast. We'd love for you to subscribe for weekly episodes here on Season 4. Thanks in advance for a great rating wherever you're listening. You can follow us online at regularpastor.com. You can also find me on Goodreads by searching for Landon Coleman. If you've got a book recommendation, send it my way, Landon at EmmanuelOdessa.com. Until next week, this is The Regular Pastor, out. Out.